What's up, everybody? It's Ricky, Sergeant Benny, and we are back for another episode of Life Through Our Lens. Like you guys heard in the last episode, I was back in Minnesota. We're back virtually again, which kind of sucks. Live episodes are way better. I think the three of us can agree, but hey, it's good to see you fellas nonetheless. But back onto that topic of me being in Minnesota. Sarge and I were both in a wedding over Labor Day weekend. It was on the Sunday of Labor Day weekend. Being in a wedding, you got kind of a whole bunch of stuff going on. You got groom's dinners, you got other stuff. You basically just do what the groom and or bride tells you to do. In this particular wedding, it was in St. Cloud, Minnesota, which is about hour 20, hour 30 northwest of the cities. And we were going golfing. Everybody in the wedding party was golfing, some some brothers, some dads. There's like 20 people. It was a huge crowd. So anyway, we're golfing at about 9 a.m. So we got to leave pretty dang early. And Sarge picked me up around 7. You want to hop in and let them know what the first thing that happened to us that morning? Yeah. So I got up extra early, got in a nice cold shower. By the way, cold showers kick ass. I w- didn't want to be late. There's road construction going on right by Rickner's and I's house or parents' house, I should say. So I get there. We start going on the road and I kind of look back as we're on the highway and I'm like, fuck, I don't have my dress shoes. Son of a bitch. Then I kind of look back again and we were supposed to go hunting and I'm like, God, I don't have my hunting boots. And then I like do a full 180 turn around. I didn't bring anything. I didn't bring my bag. Nothing. True statement. He, and I quote, he goes, I forgot everything. And so we, luckily we were about 20 ish minutes away from your house. So we turned around, we go back, (laughs) drive the 20 minutes. We're cracking up the whole time because for you listeners, this is a normal thing for Sarge. This is a day in the life. Got to expect the unexpected. Yeah. Back when I was playing hockey and youth hockey, I forgot my breezers one time. And my dad was so mad that he made me practice without breezers. I've done this numerous times. Whoa, whoa, whoa. what are breezers? Pants, hockey pants. Interesting. How'd you? Okay. So I did bring my suit. I did bring my your suit. suit. You brought a gun. Uh, yes, I also brought and my golf gun. clubs and golf, and golf clubs. Right? So I don't want to. I don't want to stray away from this too far. But was this like straight out of Wedding Crashers? You guys are going for a hunt. You guys are playing a round of golf and then you are participating in a wedding. What kind of prelude to a wedding is that? That's unbelievable. That's a huge experience. I've never heard of that before. Maybe a round of golf in the morning with the guys. That's the thing that just popped into my brain. I can't even believe it. So you guys actually went hunting. No, we, we, we didn't make it. We uh, boozed too hard. Yeah. So this wasn't all in one day. It was Saturday golf into rehearsal, into groom's dinner. And then Sunday was supposed to be hunt in the morning if you hunt and then get to the the venue at around one or whatever wedding at four. So it was, a, it was an event. But kudos, to, that's action packed. Yeah, we're not done with this. Yeah, we're not done yet. So anyway, back to the car. So we drive back to Sarge's house, past my parents' house where I was staying, drive, get back on the road, drive past my parents' house again. And me and Sarge are freaking dying the whole time. We're just like, the podcast writes itself. You can't make this shit up. Blah, blah, blah. We're dying. For whatever reason, when I ride in cars, I don't like to have my phone or my wallet in my pocket. I don't know why. So I just take them out of my pockets, whatever. And so we get all the way up to St. Cloud. We're about one minute from the course. And we're like, ah, let's stop and get some coffee. We're a little early because we, you know, we left really early in the morning and we get out of the truck. 
And I go to put my phone and my wallet in my pocket. And there's something already in my pocket. I'm like, what the hell is in my pocket? Well, it was my car key. And I put the emphasis on key, not plural. My wife and I had driven from St. Louis up to Minnesota. Plan was for her to drive my car up to St. Cloud later on in the day. And then we would rock and roll from there on the day after the wedding and head to Saint, to back to St. Louis. But a little wrinkle, Ricky had the key in his pocket. It was the most oh shit face, like I'm a loser look I've seen on Ricky's face in years. It was absolutely hilarious because I fucked up right before and my fuck up was just a minor you know, turnaround. His was an absolute disaster. His wife had to find a ride. Like how did that all play out? I can't even remember. So I call her and it's like, it was probably like 8.30 in the morning. Call her, ring, ring. It's like, hello. Like woke her up out of dead sleep. First thing I said is I fucked up. She's like, what did you do? Like, I got the key in my pocket. I don't know what we're going to do. I'd like to think for the most part, I'm pretty cool, calm, collected until I'm not because I wasn't in that moment because in my head, I'm just like, this is going to add an hour and a half onto our drive on Sunday or Monday, whatever day it was, we're going home. I was freaking out, but it all ended up working out. She caught a ride with uh, one of our buddy's wives It only tacked on. 40 minutes to our drive on the way home. So it wasn't too bad, but it's getting a lot of shit from the guys that were up there. <laughs> Cause I was thinking about like, dude, Sergeant, you need to borrow your truck. I need to drive the key back, bring it back up. Like you're going to skip golf and drive three hours. We figured it out though. I don't have many words besides you guys are a bunch of bozos <laughs> and just, just a classic case of stooge. Literally we are Tweedledee and Tweedledum. You can't Again, sometimes up. I just can't even believe these stories are true. Cause it's just back to back with you guys. The bozo brigade rolling in hot to the wedding, dude. That's unbelievable. The key is a huge one. That would light me up too. I'm like, I have secondhand. Oh shit factor going on right now. I'm like uncomfortable right here listening to this. <laughs> well, and like the thing was that she was going to, my wife is going to meet up with one of her really good friends from med school and needed my car for that. My parents have a car each, but one of them was getting worked on obviously because my dad's always working on a car. And then my mom needed the other one. So it's just like a huge cluster of me feeling terrible. <laughs> and my wife and I gave each other plenty of shit. And I was like, I'm never going to live this one down. That's staying with you until you die. Well, kudos to you guys. You made it through. Seems like an eventful weekend. Outside of the hunt and golf, there was a lot of pre festivities. <laughs> it was an awesome wedding. Like we said earlier, it was over Labor Day weekend and... In my eyes, Labor Day is kind of the official, unofficial end of summer. And the day this episode's coming out, September 22nd, is the first day of fall. So, without further ado, we're going to be going over just the transition into fall and all that brings upon us. I believe that's Benny's favorite season, correct? 100% my favorite season. Fall's the best season by far. It's not even close. Spring blows. Winter's okay. Summer's fantastic as well, but fall is even better. There's just too much goodness in the fall. You can start to throttle down. I know everybody here has been running their bags around all summer. Lots of festivities, lots of obligations. I am personally looking forward to putting it in neutral. Well, at least for a couple more weeks. Also, football's back. So hang on, I got my my cool shirt on. Oh, no. Never lost the tailgate. What a homer, right? Jeez. <laughs> what a homer. <laughs> I respect it. All right, Benny, let's have some fun with this football season with the Vikings and 
the Buffalo Bills. So I, I did some very minimal research and I looked up the over-unders for each of our teams. Vikings are at eight and a half. I, I could see it going either way. I feel like they're going to get to eight and just whatever. And then the Buffalo Bills are at 11. So these are Vegas odds. We should make a bet. I like that. I think I like the Bills more than I like the Vikings at eight and a half. Because you got to get nine wins. Do you see them being over 500? Dude, I, I do this every year. I have no idea what the Vikings are going to do. I never, ever know what they're going to do. They're, they could go 10 and six. They could go three and 12. Oh, wait, no. Is there? There's 17 games this year. That's oh, why. Ooh, okay. Well, that helps. Actually, maybe not, depending on who we play. But well, th- this is what you do with any Minnesota sport. You bet the under. I got 50 bucks on the under with my brother-in-law, and I had the Vikings for five wins. And one of them was against the Bengals. So I'm looking pretty good right now. Okay, Sarge, you feeling confident still? You got to get, <laughs> all right, you got to scrape out nine wins in 16 games. You think oh. you got that in the bag? I mean, it's not any better for me. Honestly, no. the Bills freaking laid an egg against the, the Steelers. So now I got 16 games to get 12. Is that, is 11 a, a win? Well, do you guys, do you guys believe in your teams or what? Let's stop. I do. I just want to clarify if if 11 is a win or a push. You got to get to 12. I got to get to 12. Okay. Yep. I'm just got to to go 12 and four from here on out. The Vikings need to go nine and seven. And then that's a win for you or for me. If it hits 11 or if it hits eight, we both lose. So what's the bet going to be? Brickner, do you got any ideas? Let's do where it's like a punishment type of deal. All right. It's off the top of my head. We're going to do, you guys ever heard of the beer mile? Yeah. I don't sick. like that. <laughs> don't like that. So you guys got to do the beer mile, Benny. If you, if the bills get hit the over, you don't have to do it. Sarge, if the Vikes hit the over, you don't have to do it. If you both miss, you both have to do it. Okay. And the beer mile is a beer per lap around the track, correct? Four beers, one mile. Can you do it in any way? Like, could you run it and then slam them all? No, you got to go one and you got to you start, I think, with the shotgun, run a quarter again, fire another one. Yeah, it's like one, 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 one. So you're going to oh. be like, we're going to throw up. It's a throw up type deal unless you have an iron stomach. Yeah, my your... stomach's a big old bitch. So no, yeah. that's not going to happen. Everybody's <laughs> aware of that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope we have to do it together. I don't want to do it alone. That would be pretty shitty. And I hope for your sake that I, I also have to join you or that we both win because it does blow. All right, so you guys are both locked in. Locked and loaded, baby. Committed. I'm locked in. All right, good. I'm glad I get to sit this one out. I lose every freaking bet. I'm kind of nervous, though. I'm kind of nervous, though. <laughs> Believe in your squad. I just, I know the Bills have a tough schedule because they played so well last year, so it's going to be, like, there's no more blunders. The Steelers are supposed to be a fucking lock. Now we're fighting. I think we can get to 12, though. I can see 12 and 5. Or actually, I can see 13 and four. I'm fine. I'm going to fucking win. I'm not going to have to do this. It's not going to be a problem. <laughs> you are so confident. Go Bills. Skull Vikings. Fuck. Yeah. God damn, son of a bitch. Well, anyways, this isn't yeah. a sports podcast. Yeah. We got to bet. Lock it in. We're moving on. We'll keep you updated weekly. Maybe by quarterly. We don't know. Or just maybe at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. Well, once someone wins or loses. To be determined. Anyway, Benny, back to what you were saying earlier about the summer being a grind. You're absolutely right. 
Like I think between July and August, I slept in my own bed like three weekends the entire time. It was just running all over the place. But like you said, fall, you kind of throw it in neutral, start to wind down. The days are getting shorter. The days are getting cooler. And of course, you're going to apple orchards. At least me and you are, Benny. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the obligation. The only deterrent from fall right now is apple orchards. <laughs> <laughs> what is the deal with women and apple orchards? I don't get it. I think it's purely Instagram pictures. I'm convinced. That sounds pretty good. Were apple orchards a big thing before social media? I don't know. We have we should ask our parents because if this is an age-old thing, I don't know. But the photographing, you have to go to the apple orchard. It's always like an hour drive. Then you're there for literally 45 minutes to an hour. You pick a bunch of apples. Last time we went, last freaking fall, dude, I'll never forget this. I'll never forget this. We get there and the guy's like, hey, purchase your bag size for apples. We're like, cool. Like, what's the, you know, how much? Five bucks for a plastic medium, 10 bucks for a plastic large, or it's $20 for this freaking red and green bucket that's probably like an extra small. So, of course, we got the freaking bucket. We fit like literally 12 apples in it. We could have bought apples at the grocery store. For like I was two months. Just gonna months. say that you can go get Honeycrisp at the grocery store, and those are the best apples ever. I want to jump in here. The one good thing about apple orchards is when you go inside the building. I'm picturing the last one I went to. They have apple everything: apple cookies, apple cider, apple juice, apple pies. That's probably the only good thing. It's just weird apple shit. Well, apple sculptures, ap- apple cinnamon donuts. Those rock. They're so good. But Sarge. Now that you're on the old Bumble machine, this is a good first date for a lady. It's a freaking layup. It is. It really is. Same with the pumpkin patch. Ooh, Ooh, great point. What's the drive for a pumpkin patch? Honestly. Carving pumpkins, dude. Wow. Missed that one. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? I don't know. I don't want to carve a fucking pumpkin. Really? I kind of like it. Oh, I don't know. I just rots. You like it looks cool for like two days. Well, and, and it rots on your doorstep, and then you have the neighborhood kids. They'll come around and smash it for you. So it's, it's easy cleanup. That's true. You don't even have to throw it away. All right. I have a very serious question. Is a pumpkin a fruit or a vegetable? It's a fruit. Oh. Whoa, that was a quick answer. I'm, I'm going vegetable. I would side with vegetable, too. You're stoned. I'm not stony baloney. Well, because, like, if you're in a grocery store, squash looks just like a pumpkin, right? That's a vegetable, isn't it? Yes. I don't know. Squash is a vegetable. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Why do you, why do you think yeah, it's a fruit? I think a pumpkin's a fruit because it has seeds. Like the fruit itself comes from the seed part of the plant. Same with peppers. Like the flowering, like the, the blooming part of the root is a pumpkin. Have you ever grown anything ever? No. Okay. Just myself. Well, Just grown I, myself. Okay. Well, I was going to say, are cucumbers a fruit or a vegetable? A fruit. Are you... Did you, you are stony. You are stony baloney. I'm. I'm. I think that most things are fruits. My definition of fruit is anything that's like the flower part of the plant. Oh, sorry. You're a botanist. I forgot. Oh, I don't know. Like maybe I'm. Maybe I'm stone. I don't know if there's a difference between like plant and like culinary or like biology and culinary. But I'm pretty sure fruits are anything that come from like the flower bearing part of the plant. Anything that's a vegetable is like a root, a freaking stem. A leaf. All right. That kind of shit. That's so, a vegetable. All right. Like uh, a carrot. A carrot's a vegetable. So a cucumber is definitely a fruit according to Google. 
What? Fuck. Son oh, of a bitch. No way. All right, we gotta go look up pumpkin now. What? Oh, I'm sticking okay. to my guns. A pumpkin's a fruit. Most things are fruits. It's a fucking fruit. Are you fucking kidding me? What? Boom. I've been lied to my entire life. That's why pumpkin pie is a fruit pie, baby. So what in the world is a vegetable then? <laughs> what is a vegetable? Taters. Taters precious. Vegetables are just like roots, stems, and leaves. So just is like a, a fucking a pineapple, is that a fucking fruit then? That's like, a fruit, yeah. There's no seeds in it. It doesn't have to have seeds. I think the true definition of a fruit is that anything that bears from the flower part of it. Okay, what about beans then? Beans have fucking seeds in them. Beans are vegetable. Although, yeah, I think beans are vegetables. I think the definition of fruit should be something that tastes good and a vegetable should be something that tastes bad because that's how I feel about it. That kind of makes sense. Like broccoli can go to hell. Broccoli's actually great. Well, if it's got like balsamic dressing, you gotta dress on it. up broccoli. You yeah. gotta, you gotta dress it up. Vegetables need dressing. Fruits don't. There you go. Okay, maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's it. If you gotta dress wow. it up, it's a vegetable. If it's good right out of the shot, it's a fruit. Yeah, I actually really like that definition. That makes a whole lot of sense. You know what? I'm not gonna believe that a pumpkin's a fruit. Fuck that noise. I guarantee, <laughs> if you Google it right now, is a pumpkin a vegetable? It'll say it. I did. I just did. It just said fruit. Yes. Okay. Well, whatever. I actually don't. I think of it as neither. It's a decoration. A pumpkin is a decoration. So screw that. Anyways, like what's your least favorite thing about fall? Raking leaves is the worst. That does blow. Fortunately, I don't have to do that where I currently live. Big win for the program, but raking leaves blows. Yeah, I don't really have to right now either. But like when I was at my parents' house, we would do it. And there's literally no right time to rake. Because, oh, there's leaves all over the yard. Let me rake them up. One minute later, your yard's covered again. Because leaves fall off the tree for like a month and a half. It's a sham. It's garbage. I will say, I'm very fortunate. My dad is like the yardscaping guy. The Wow. What am I? Landscaping guy. Christ. Miller. Anyway, he's always like out there like raking shit. And the way that my house is in Buffalo, it's on a slant. So he's always out there. He's trying to keep his lawn nice and pristine. 45 minutes later, the pile next door blows onto our lawn. And it's always just like lights them up like Christmas. <laughs> Dude, that's the biggest dick move by neighbors ever. It's just like if your neighbor rakes, you kind of have to rake too, right? Because otherwise you get a stiff wind and all of a sudden, oh, hey, those leaves aren't my problem anymore. Oh, it's a re-rake, now. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just be just be upwind or down upwind. Yeah, upwind. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, okay, so... Everyone's heard of a leaf blower, right? Are there leaf suckers? It's called a lawnmower. No, that just fucking slices and dices, dude. Not if you bag it. Yeah, but that is the wrong way to do it. Don't do that. You'll go 10 paces and have to unload the bag. Exactly, exactly. But seriously, is it like, what if you could just suck them all up instead of blowing them everywhere and then bagging them? Just, just... It sounds more fun, honestly. But then you couldn't do uh, rake them into a pile and jump in it. Are you fucking four? hey that was the best thing ever when you were a kid don't even deny it no i'm not gonna lie if there was a pile of leaves i'd still go jump in it what do you guys think is the best part of transitioning from summer to fall hands down the weather and it's not even up for discussion you can't debate this at all the best clothes combo of all times is a hooded sweatshirt with shorts book it not up for discussion it's a pretty good combo it's the best combo how late do you wear shorts into the season 
Oh man. This is a spicy one because this is a very Northern U S deal. Are you shoveling snow and shorts? No. So I'm not a crate. Like you will see dudes in Minnesota wear shorts all year round. I'm not that crazy. I'm talking like hooded sweatshirt and shorts is like when it's like in the fifties. Mm-hmm. Once it gets lower than that, like if you're standing there, you're chilly. Put on your freaking pants. Yeah. You're not that tough, dude. We don't care that you're wearing shorts in the winter. It's actually a stupid play. I don't know who you're trying to prove or like what you're trying to prove, I should say. But the shorts in the winter is just a wild card play. Unless you don't fit in shorts because you're too fat or pants because you're too fat. That'd be the only logical reasoning behind it. That's true. Yeah, I like fall fashion. Big vest guy myself. I'll take any vest anyone wants to give me. Yeah, dude, vest's awesome. When you put on a vest, you are just telling the world that you want to get shit. I mean, it's a douchebag comment magnet. There's no doubt. I mean, it, it just automatically you have to be confident wearing a vest. And I'll say that with a badge of honor, but it is, it's, it's a very versatile piece of clothing. It's, it's something, it's kind of like a combo. Like you just said, sh- shorts and a sweatshirt. I like a vest cause I don't want to fully commit to a coat cause wearing coats blows. Let's be clear about that. I never wear a jacket cause it's an inconvenience because you only need to wear it for like 25 seconds and then you're in a warm place and then you got to fucking carry it. So a vest kind of, you know, threads the needle a nice hybrid option keeps the important parts protected and warm and you know the extremities are good to go breathable have you ever heard about tying your coat around your waist did that once in fifth grade and that's all i'm going to say about that everybody can use their imagination because i got destroyed raincoat around the waist never again sarge never again see i will rock that all day it's better than forgetting your coat which i've done many a times shocking i know okay So what's a bigger loser move, vests or tying your coat around your waist? Vests. Vests. Wow. (laughs) A lot of certainty from the audience. With authority. We're going to have to pull this one because I think bring your coat around your, you look like a loser to me. Yeah. Well, coming from the guy in the vest. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I can proudly say I don't have a single vest. A hunting vest does not count, though. That does not count as a vest. Why are you so anti-vest? What is the, like, what is, what happened to you guys that you guys are anti-vest? At least, like, the fact that you just said you don't even own, you probably do not own a vest. I feel like if you have a vest, you're trying to cover up your belly. Interesting. Okay. I mean, it's definitely like a security blanket. But isn't the same thing as, like, wearing a hoodie, you know? The little I don't, baggy on. I, I don't think of that. If I see, like, a couple and a guy is wearing a vest, I was like, his girlfriend definitely got him that vest and just told him he looked good in it and he's wearing it against his will. That's what I think. Okay, so it's a forced play. I like it. I don't know. Vest's fucking awesome. I have. I literally have four vests. You're going to see the whole smorgasbord of it this year. Vests are awesome, dude. They're the best. I don't know. We're going to have to put up a poll or something if people are pro or anti-vest. Anyone that's anti-vest can just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> all right benny's a one-man podcast now all right there we go there we go <laughs> although sometimes i do look like a fishing guide and it bothers me or like a frat douche so there's a lot of stigma around vests just like you know i don't really care about that because they're functional <laughs> in what way like i said dude they keep the important parts cozy and then i'm not like dying of heat Okay, let's say beginning of the day, it was like 46 and all of a sudden it's 60. What the hell do you do with the vest? Do you tie it around your waist 
or do you just sweat it out? Probably wear a hoodie. I don't know. I pivot. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Wear no. a vest. At, all right, forty-five. I mean, honestly, you guys are gonna laugh even harder. I have like winter coat vests because I hate wearing jackets that much, and I'll the, just the, wear a hoodie and then a vest over it. Yeah. The only thing douchier than a vest is a winter coat vest. Yeah, like super douche over here, dude. <laughs> Stamp my forehead because <laughs> it's like it's true, dude. I, I I think it's useful, and I don't know. I'd probably just like gut it out and keep it on, even if it was sixty. I guess just unzip it, right? Then it's just kind of like a, a floater. Get some airflow in there. That's all, right. all red. That's, that's a hell of a hill to die on. That is a hell of a hill to die on. But uh, anyways, I think a couple episodes ago, I had kind of mentioned how when it's summer. My go-to music is country, and it's kind of a seasonal thing for me. Do you guys, is there a such thing as a fall music, or is that just a summer thing? I definitely change my music. I start getting into rock again. Nice. And rock out quite hard. Like right now, I just got back into Rage Against the Machine, System of a Down, mixing a little Disturbed. Oh, baby. I don't know if it's like because I'm angry now or something, but gets the people going. I think music definitely changes. That's the coolest part about the seasons. I don't know. For me, I get into like more EDM stuff. I've been on like this deep house, which sounds way harder than it is. It's not. It's just like instrumentally music with a few words. It's like it's kind of trancey music. It's like good chill tunes, dark outside, just like bopping around. Doing yeah. a little bop. In your fucking vest. In my vest. Gucci. Yeah. With my <laughs> AirPods looking like a total fruit. Oh, man. I'm never going to live that down. The other cool thing about fall is the food changes. Fall food is definitely the best food. Who doesn't like lasagna and pot pies? Come on. And soup. Soup's pretty solid. Soup seems like a vest move, though, Sarge. Soup is not a vest move. Soup is a staple. Dude, you get a good pot of soup, get some French bread. That's tough to beat on a cold day. Just like more bowls, more like comfort food. Like anything in a crock pot, the crock pot's back. I feel like fall is this automatic crockpot land. You just dump a bunch of shit in there, get a little chili mix, let it simmer for six to eight hours, and it's just warm. I don't know. Warm food is back. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Comfort food. Got to put on our winter coat. You know, you can toss on a few LBs in the fall. You know, you got to protect yourself for the, the elements. I think the crockpot might be the best invention of all time. I'm going to go ahead and say it. That is bold statement. Yeah, I regret it, but I don't think best, but definitely top five. I like it. I mean, it's especially for sweet, dudes. especially yeah. dude, especially if you put those bags in it. You don't even have to wash the damn thing. It's just bam. You take it out. You're done, son. I would almost say that that bag is a better invention than the crock pot just because it saves you on dishes. Oh, that's a solid point. But what the hell would you use it for? <laughs> the crock pot? That's fair. <laughs> you can bag your leaves. Yeah, there you go. It's versatile. I like that, though. I don't think I've ever used the bag method. It's like the paper oh. plates of crockpotting. Total game changer, man. The The best thing about crockpots is right in the morning, you put it all in there. And then when you come home, it just smells like dinner. And you're just like, oh, yeah, this is the best. And then when you got a bag, you empty it out and literally bag, trash, crockpot clean in the cupboard. Boom, you're done. So is it just like a like a film? Like a layer, like a garbage bag that goes in there, and that's where you cook the food. Yep. Interesting. Kind of grosses me out that visual without seeing it, but it seems like it's worth a try because less cleanup is better. And cleaning a crock pot definitely blows. 
especially if you burn whatever you're cooking, just like maybe you crank it up a little too high and all of a sudden you come back and you're like, no. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah, clean that crock pot's brutal because then you have to like let it soak. Then also it's too it's big there. for the sink. Yeah, then it's a pain also in the ass. there for three days. 100%. Well, I think all men are the same on that. We'll deal with it later. Yeah, yeah, future maybe. Benny. Future Benny will get this. Well, and dude, with, with food... How did we forget pumpkin pie and apple pie? Oh, Boom. shit. Yeah, desserts. Everything's changing of the guard. All right, what do you like, pumpkin or apple? Big decision, Brickner. Oh, I'm pumpkin all the way. That was the first pie I ever chose, or not chose, first pie I ever ate, and it's just, like, number one for me. Favorite one, loaded up with whipped cream, money. See, I'm apple, but I will say strawberry rhubarb is actually my first choice. What is rhubarb? I have no idea, but I believe it's a fruit. Potentially fruit to our knowledge. Okay. Rhubarb. Rhubarb. I, that, it sounds really fancy. Strawberry rhubarb seems like a like something that would be plated. <laughs> pretty phenomenal. I'm a pumpkin guy myself, by the way. Apple pie yeah. is pretty awesome, but pumpkin pie, very convenient. Toss a little whipped cream, like you said, Brickner. What else do you need? Dude, I'll let the vest thing slide now that you said that. You can keep giving me shit for it. It's okay. I get lots of shit for it. Again, I, I really don't care. I guarantee you we're going to pull this. People are going to say that I'm not the crazy one. And if if they if they say otherwise, then you can make me do something and I'll do it. Two beer miles. Two beer miles. Yeah. Fine. We'll chalk it up right now. We're going to double dip right now. This is a little dicey. <laughs> You're painting yourself in a corner. All right. That'll do it for this episode of Life Through Our Lens. Once again, thank you all for listening. And like Benny mentioned, if you guys are liking what we're doing, please show us some love, spread the word, share us on your stories, whatever. I really don't like asking, but that honestly helps a lot and we really, truly appreciate it. But spread the word, you freaking kids. Take her easy. And if you need any more motivation to check us out, look no further. We've hired our first employee. Let's give a round of applause for our CMO, Chief Meme Officer, my boy Joey. Welcome to the team, brother. If you guys like memes, you're going to want to check out our Insta. This guy basically thinks in memes. He's making memes that are related to the episodes, just stuff that's going on around the world. You guys are going to enjoy it. Check it out at Life Through Our Lens 00. We'll see you next Wednesday. Bye.